Welcome to Medicare Moments. Tony King is your host, and today we are going to address can beginning RMDs raise your monthly Medicare premium? So, Tony, let's <laughs> let's go with the RMDs. That stands for required minimum distributions. Easy and for you to say. This is something that Bob Carlson can probably explain what the required minimum distributions are. All the financial planner people that work with seniorresource.com. It is. And, yeah. And it's a unique situation. This is Medicare Moments, and Tony King is your host, and we're going to give you some information, especially if you're dealing with a 401k or something similar, that you're going to have to take distributions. So, Tony, we have a inquiry today from Pearland, Texas. And the question is this, says, Dear Tony, I am over 73 and began taking my RMDs, required minimum distributions, from my 401k when I turned 72. Could this increase my Medicare Part B premium for the coming year? This year, my Part B and Part D monthly premiums increased to $329.70 for Part B and an extra IRMA premium of $31.50 for Part D. So IRMA, by the way, I-R-M-A-A, Tony, IRMA means? Income-Related Monthly Adjusted Amount. Easy for you to say, Tony. Income-Related Monthly Adjusted Amount. And the MAGI is Modified Adjusted Gross Income. Okay, so these are things we toss around and we want you to know what we're talking about. Then James goes on to say, I am married and my wife began a new job in 2021 with a higher salary. Since we are filing jointly, could this have increased my Medicare premiums? She has recently been laid off and the joint income has changed drastically. What can I do? Thank you, signed James in Pearland, Texas, and Tony. So we're talking about money problems here today and how it impacts your Medicare monthly premium. Well, at least they have the money to pay. Right. You That's know, a there's good a problem. lot of people that don't have the money to pay, but right. they're having to pay more. And people don't realize that when you're getting your RMD or your required minimum distribution, that's on your taxes. And if your income comes up, then your Part B premium will come up. So all I can tell James is definitely taking your RMD, your required minimum distribution at 72 and his wife starting a new job could have raised the Part B premium and the Part D premium. We're looking at what his numbers were for 2022, and then he'll look and see what his numbers are going to be for 2023. So here's a question. Your Medicare premiums, based on your income, as we were just talking about, is there a long lag time in that? Are they one tax year behind or two tax years behind you? They're generally the last tax year that you filed. Okay. So for right now, for 2023, they're looking at 2021 because we've not filed 2022 yet. Right. Okay. So they're they're looking at the last one that you filed. The average American does not realize that there's an increase to your Maggie. Medicare has two girlfriends, Maggie and Irma. And Maggie is your modified adjusted gross income. And when you're filing jointly, gross income can increase your Medicare premiums based on whatever your income is, right. whether one is Medicare age or under. It doesn't matter. So that you're grouped together, your income, your wife's income, your team. your team, and they look at that and they say, this is your income and this is what your premium will be. So it can go up, but... Now, since in the case of James, his wife is no longer working, 
he's going to have to adjust it down. So someone calls into your Tony Says office. What do you advise them? You know, we're paying this much, but there's been a life-changing circumstance. What can we I do? We go through a whole program. There's a, there's a whole program that they need to go through. So in 2023, the premium is going to be $229.70, and the IRMA is going to be $31.50 for his Part D. You've got to pay one for B and one for D. And this tells me that the joint income in 2021 was $246,000 from 306000 So that's what they're looking at. Okay, so they have an income window, and that's what Medicare's premiums are based on, your income window. So if they were making less than $246,000, it would be less. And if, if they're in that window, they pay a certain amount. But as of right now, he's found out that his wife is no longer working. So her income is not part of this. Right. So he's got to decide. Here's, here's the question he's got to decide. Do I want to wait two years for the IRS to inform Medicare or to inform Social Security that your income has decreased? Or do you want to tell them? Do you want to let them know that your income has decreased? Have you had a life-changing event? Right. Yeah. So that's what have. you have to look at. Such as you're being laid off, death of a spouse, you got divorced, whatever your situation could be. So that if you've had the life-changing event, there's a form that you can file. And you need to take that to the Social Security office. People believe that everyone pays the same for Part B. We don't. It's all income-based. And those days went away in 1990 during the Clinton era. They changed everything. Thank you for joining us on Medicare Moments today. Tony King is your host, and we're giving very important information about required minimum distributions if you fall into that category. And we're going to be back with more right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Medicare Moments with your host, Tony King. As we continue, we're talking about required minimum distributions and how that impacts your monthly premium with Medicare. But Tony, let me ask this question. We're talking about someone who is required to take these distributions. But what about if you're not required, but you decide, you know, I need a distribution prior to being mandated. So when that happens, does that also impact your Medicare premiums? Depends on what's on your taxes with the IRS. So no matter what, whether it's required or it's voluntary, it goes up 
and you're impacted. There's nothing you can do about it. And you're stuck with that. So someone is dealing with that and they are saying, oh, why did my premiums go up? And my premiums went up because I earned more in that year. But now you have something else coming in where someone has lost a job and that income that was up is down and you don't want to pay it. So if if you file a form, and we were saying that before the break, you can file a form right. with Social Security saying, this is my life-changing event that happened and this is the financial impact on me, right? Right. And so how long does it take Medicare to adjust down? Well, here's what you need to do. And like I said before, people believe that everyone pays the same. Right. They don't realize that it's income-based. Right. And all this started in the 1990s. So if your income as an individual is over $97,000 for 2023, or as a married couple is over 194, so if you're making more than that, then your Part B and your Part D premiums will be more. And Social Security will send you a letter, and down at the bottom of the letter, it's gonna say, if you have other information about your income, has your income changed? Well, James, his modified adjusted gross income, or Maggie, was over $246,000 on the table that they used in the letter. But his wife is no longer working. So there is a special form that you can file, and it's called the SSA 44 form. So what you have to think about, do I want to wait two years for the IRS to notify Social Security that my income has come down, or do I want to tell them? Which one do you want to do? You want to do it right away. Yeah, you want to tell them. I had a gentleman who retired from Wells Fargo, made 900000 a year. Oh, that's way up there. But now he's only on his Social Security check. He brought his income from 900000 to whatever his social security check, which was about $4,000, that made it 48000 a year, and he paid the, the minimum that you had to pay for his Part B and did not have to pay the extra on the Part D by filing the SSA 44 form, which is called the life-changing event. And it can help you lower your IRMA, which stands for Income-Related Monthly Adjusted Amount. And there's examples of your life-changing events. Have you gotten married? Got divorced? Has your husband died? What's your situation? Have you stopped working? Have you reduced hours? Not working as much? And there's there there's other situations. You know, maybe you lost property, whatever. So you have to fill out your SSA 44 form. They may want you to attach some documents. Schedule an appointment with the Social Security office. Go over there and you take them all that information and then they change it. I mean, I have not seen anybody that they have not changed as long as they're truthful and honest with what they're filing. All of the forms are in Chapter 8 of the Medicare Survival Guide Advanced Edition. So you can look at the forms, which is something really good, because if you have a question, look at the form and say, oh, how do I answer this question? You're welcome to call the Tony Says office. Generally, they go by what you're saying. Now, when you say you send it in, let's do you put it in an envelope and put it in the U.S. Postal Service? Do you take you can, it to the office or do you email it to them? What do you do? All of the above. You can do, oh, so. Yeah, you can go to the office and give it to them in person. You can put it in their drop box. You can send it priority mail. You can fax it to their office. Each Social Security office has their own fax. We go through all that. 
we do personalized consultations and we do Zoom consultations. I don't care if you're in Alaska or Florida or California, New York, the rules are all the same. And you're welcome to reach out and connect with the Tony Says office at this number, area code 832-519-8664, 832-519-8664. And if you leave a message, someone will get back to you. You can work with Tony and her team here as Tony continues to bring you great tips for your journey through Medicare on an annual basis. And that's the other key. Things change annually. So pick up a copy of Tony's Medicare Survival Guide Advanced at TonySays.com or over at SeniorResource.com. Tony is here for you and she makes it easy to understand. And we thank you for that, Tony. And I know our listeners do too. Well, I appreciate it. And we work hard. I mean, it's not easy. It's navigating the system. It's not. And you've got to navigate it. And you really have to navigate it almost on an annual basis sometimes. So an ounce of prevention sometimes is really worth it. And it's worth it to call that number and glean the wisdom that Tony has. The person needs to keep filing that SSA 44 form until their income finally does come down and agree with what Social Security is saying. You want to keep going back and filing it. Okay. so Because they're two years behind on what they're looking at. So, yeah, so there you go. So there's your Tony tip from Medicare That's Moments. That's another tip. File it once, great, but don't forget to continue to file it as your circumstances change so that you're paying what's absolutely fair for you to pay under your life circumstance at the moment. I will be filing that SSA 44 form when I decide to retire. I'm on Medicare and I have to pay the higher premiums because I am still working. So that's Medicare Moments for this episode. Tony, it's been great working with you today. It's been fun. This is exciting. And don't forget to share Medicare Moments with your friends. You can find Medicare Moments anywhere podcasts are, whether it's through Apple, whether it's through iHeart, whether it's through TuneIn, and of course, SeniorResource.com has the entire archive of Tony's podcasts as well. And share them with a friend, tell your friends about them, and if you have a question, Info at TonySays.com. Info at TonySays.com is where you send the questions and we'll answer it on the future Medicare Moments podcast. Well, thanks a lot, Jim. I appreciate it. Thank you for spending the time with me. We have fun doing this and we are helping America, aren't we? We are. And what I should have said was Medicare Moments, that's what all the buzz is about. (laughs) That was the buzz from my computer. So I just want to tell y'all, thank you. These are live podcasts, and we are doing this as uh, we're recording it in our office, and we just appreciate everything that you're doing, and we will see you later, and God bless you, and God bless America. In 2009, I met a gentleman who was giving wrong information about Medicare, which cost him over $10,000. After helping him, I knew that it was up to me to start advocating for America. Hi, I'm Tony King, host of Medicare Moments Podcast. Join me every Wednesday as I share tips, strategies, and little-known facts I've learned over the past 20-plus years 
I put Medicare into people terms, and I want to help you personalize your Medicare. Because with Medicare, it's what you don't know that will hurt you. Medicare Moments is available now anywhere you listen to podcasts.